to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team, so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, Legacy Builders, welcome back to another show. I'm so excited to be back with you with another amazing conversation and guests. And today we're going to talk about building a business that serves your life. We're all about service here in this community. So I'm so excited to have my my guest today, Sarah Duran, um, where she's an expert um, at teaching people how to build a business that serves their life. So I'm so excited to have Sarah on today. Sarah, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. It is such a pleasure. So let's start with an introduction. I usually ask my guest, Sarah, to share a few of the most meaningful moments in their journey that led them to the work that they are doing today. Oh, what a perfect question. So meaningful moments. Um, I started my career as a teacher, a third grade teacher, and that is definitely something that I always connect back to in all of the work that I do, um, thinking about my kiddos um, from the very beginning. Um, after that, I worked for a variety of educational nonprofits and so got to stay connected to the K-12 education sector. Um, I would say the kind of the transition moment in my career was when I decided to start my own business. I sort of, I had gotten like the best job I had ever had and still was like, why am I not happy? Like I have checked all the boxes I set out to check for myself and, um, I quit. And I decided to pick up some contract work while I was uh, figuring out what I was going to do next. And so I guess the third transition moment would be about a year later when I realized that the contract work was what I wanted to do next and started my um, project management company. Wow. So that pivoted you to what you're doing today. I love that you also have a background to education. I know with the work that you're probably doing, you bring a lot of that uh, to your work and, and to your clients and all of that. So thanks so much for sharing that. I always love to, to hear people's journeys because at the end of the day, I feel like we're, uh, we're all a, a set of connected dots in our journey that usually lead us to the next phase of life and the work that we choose and the vocation that we've chosen to kind of serve the world with. So perfect in alignment, in perfect alignment, I should say with the topic that we have today. So building a business that serves your life. So where do we start with that? What, what does that even mean to you, Sarah? So I primarily work with um, single or very small micro businesses. And so for the people that I work with, and I actually think this applies to all entrepreneurs and like you said, very much connects to the sort of points in your life that lead you to where you are now. Um, I think you start with the individual. So I think you start with yourself. I think that oftentimes um, we don't take the time to really know ourselves deep enough before we think about building our business. And for a lot of us, we get we almost like accidentally build a business and then get to a point where we're like, oh, I actually have to be a lot more intentional about this. 
Um, and so I try to help um, entrepreneurs do that from the very beginning or help them guide them through a transition point where they sort of got to a place where they realize they need to go back and do that. And so the three things that I have everyone start with is who you are, why you do your work and what you want to get out of it for your work and for your life. Mm. Yeah, three important points for sure. And I find that as you are saying that, it just reminded me of how at every journey of growth or phase of stage, whether you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a CEO, and you've moved along the journey as, an on, as, as a business leader, so to speak, in your company or the founder. I think I like that better word because we're always found, finding, founding our companies, um, you know, and we think that what we want to do comes from our experience or vocation or a problem we solve for ourselves or a problem we want to see solved in the world. So it may come in so many different ways. Uh, but I, I find that when you talked about those three important things are, are things that we always evaluate, even when you build a company that maybe is a big company, you have a team around you, um, you got to stop and think like, okay, is this you know, serving the mission? Is it serving my life? And what do I need to do moving forward? I, I feel like that exercise is not something that you just do when you first start out. It's something that you do to stay intentional and on purpose at every phase and stage of the, your own life cycle as a human being evolving in your company as well. So I love that you actually share those foundational um, pieces or, or that framework with, with people to help them uh, with with that with this particular area for sure. Um, so building a business. And then, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying something no, and then interrupt you. Uh, no, my my other question was Sarah around. Um, you know, what are some of the pillars? So the ones people discover those three very important uh, clarity moments that you mentioned. Then what are some of the things that we need to know to kind of get us to apply this information, so to speak, in a business? Sure. I mean, I think the, the first thing is sort of like the sub pillars that go within those, because I think saying who are you, why do you do your work and what do you want to get out of it? seems pretty simple um, on paper. Um, I think for the who you are piece of it, it's really thinking about, I mean, it sounds Again, it sounds very simple, but I think when you when you actually do the deep work on it, it becomes a lot more complicated. Is like what really are like who really are you? What are your strengths? What are your challenges? What should you really be leveraging in your business? I think this goes for both um, single person or very small businesses all the way up to big corporations where you're thinking about what am I best positioned to do, which really drives who you should be surrounding yourself with and how you should be structuring your company and your business model. Um, I think a lot of us have natural um, tendencies towards lots of things. Some of those things that I think are particular, particularly important for business owners are, um, are you an, a, a doer? Are you a strategic thinker? Um, and do you need a lot of structure? Do you operate more in like a big picture space? I think that a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck because they fall into one of those camps very squarely and can't build the mental bridge to get to the other one. And fundamentally, when you're when you're running a company, whether it is a company of one or 100, you have to be able to do both. Um, you have to be able to think about execution and you have to be able to think about strategy. And so figuring out, um, especially for that pillar, kind of where your natural talents lie and then how are you going to sort of prop up the side that maybe isn't, doesn't come as naturally to you, which could be 
um, like professional development for yourself, could be structural thinking, could be people that you're surrounding yourself with. Um, so I think that's a key one for sort of the who. For the why, I think um, this is about both sort of the very tangible things we need to get out of our business, whether that's money, whether that's time, whether that's flexibility, whether that's the ability to travel. Um, and then it also goes towards things like purpose and fulfillment. And so how are you connecting um, the the why of your work to who to what you want to get out of it? And then going into the want piece, I think what really trips people up about want is that oftentimes we're actually not very clear about what we want. Um, when you start teasing that out, it often becomes apparent that what you think you want is what your mom wanted or what other people wanted or what society wanted you to want. And so I'm always helping people think really deeply about what do you want and how are we sort of pulling apart that narrative to really get at the core of what you want? Because I think a lot of us can end up chasing um, dreams that we think are our own. And then 10 years down the road, we're like, oh, no, I actually never wanted to be a lawyer with a corner office. I wanted to run a food bank or something else. Right. And so I think getting really clear with yourself about what you want um, which connects back to all those other first other two pieces is really, really important. Yeah. Well, so good. I, I love that you said uh, besides everything else that you mentioned is the, the know yourself. So you know where to position yourself. I think positioning in, in life, business everywhere is so important because everything is positioning when you know where you actually align with your gifts with your purpose and all the stuff that you have figured out from this clarity then you know exactly what position to keep and who do you need around you to supplement and complement the rest of the, the areas that you're looking to grow for sure um sarah what attracted me is our conversation before we actually started this podcast that you also teach people how to have a boss mindset and because i have a lot of purpose-driven entrepreneurs in my audience and i am one and i struggle with this myself um we lead from the heart we love what we do we're passionate we want to be in service we want to give away everything we want to you know contribute and a lot of times that doesn't always align with our profits so we always have a gap between well usually we have a gap between our purpose our callings and then our, the profit side of things which is so important as well so based on those things that you teach um your community where do we start how do we develop this boss mindset and this self-esteem and self-confidence that what we do uh, our gift might feel natural to us but it's a need and we can actually charge for the value that we provide to someone else that you know is in need of that service so how do we kind of what are some of the pillars that you teach around this i'm curious i think it would be very helpful so it really like the foundation of all of that is like who, why, want, right? So if you don't, if you haven't done that work first, you fundamentally can't build something that can give you both like the purpose and the profit side of your business. And so I think making sure that you're clear in this moment, because I think the other thing you said in the beginning is like, we all change, right? So who I am and what I want in this moment may not be true five years from now. And so making sure that you're continuously revisiting that for yourself is really, really important. Um, once you have that foundation, I think there are a couple of mindset shifts that 
we have to be aware of when we're thinking about being a boss in our business. Again, whether you are a business of one or a business of 100, I think when you're a business of 100, it's like a little bit easier to see yourself as a boss. The smaller the company is, I think the harder that sort of mindset shift is for people. Um, but I think that especially when you're talking about purpose, I think giving ourselves permission to understand that the more we professionalize ourselves, the more we get very, very clear on who we serve and the problems we solve for them and charge accordingly, the better able we are to serve our community. And so it goes back to sort of those foundational aspects of yourself is like, if you are not taking care of yourself, if you are not getting what you want and need from the work that you do, you are not able to serve your community in the same way that you are um, if, you're, if your cup is full. Um, and so I think a lot of us who are purpose-driven entrepreneurs end up, like you said, having that very like purpose and service facing mentality, which is amazing. And that means that we're actually not always focused on like, what do I want and need out of my business and how am I getting that? Um, because a lot of, I think another um, trap that we can fall into, especially, especially around want for service focused individuals is that you're not allowed to want. You don't want for yourself. You only want for other people and you don't want to be selfish. You want to be humble. And all those things are perfectly valid and important. But fundamentally, if we are not getting what we want and need from our work, we are not able to turn that around and provide it to other people. Um, and I think other people can see that. I think people can recognize that in someone who is a um, leader who really understands themselves and their work and is both walking this fine line of being of service to their community while also getting what they need. And you're also then, I think, modeling that for other people about what that's, that looks like. Because I think every time that we um, accept less than we want and deserve, we're sort of lowering that baseline for everyone else. And then other people are watching us thinking that that is now acceptable. Well, so-and-so, you know, she just works 50 hours a week and doesn't charge enough for her time. So maybe that's how I should be running my business. So we're also sort of, um, every time we do that and other people are seeing us do that, we are raising the bar for everyone else to let them know that it is acceptable to get what you need from your work. Yeah, comparison, uh, it's never healthy because once you do the inner work and you realize, focus on the transformation, like how much value are you actually adding with that and what could that mean to somebody? I think it's always a great compass to really, you know, um, price our, the value that we're able to provide because I know in the service space industry, it's, it's a, there's a lot of perception involved and it's not so concrete. It's not the science like a product, right? Because you have a product and then you calculate your, your, your cost of creating that, developing it and all of that. It, it becomes more real. But when it's your time, your energy, your efforts, your frameworks, your uh, the framework that you actually give people results, it can become one of those um, slippery slopes thing. But I've learned over time that quality over quantity, uh, focusing on that one big problem that you can solve and, and really being so addicted to giving better transformations and results over time will make you the go-to person eventually. And uh, it will help you create impact in that um, um, you know high quality level. And you don't need the whole world. You don't need the whole world to help people that are not going to see the value. Um, so that just has felt like a very good business model for me over the years as well. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for everything you shared with us. We've actually reached the end. I'm sure we can go on and on uh, and, and chat around you know this, this 
big area or big topic around building a business that serves our lives. But uh, I have for you my last question, which is usually uh, something new I'm doing this season where I ask my guests to share one uh, lesson that you have learned in your journey uh, of building your company or be being an entrepreneur and also one success tip that you can share with someone else that's on this journey. Oh, that's a great question. So I would say that a lesson I've learned is that we are constantly evolving and changing. And so um, thinking that we know what our business or our life is going to look like a year or five years from now um, is actually not very helpful. Um, and just like staying true to who you are in this moment and paying attention to what you need in this moment, I think is the is the lesson for myself. Um, and then a success, I mean, I would say like over the last year, I've been doing a lot of soul searching about like, like we've been talking about really narrowing in on like, who am I best positioned to serve and focusing on that one um, big problem and narrowing my audience a little bit more so that I'm better positioned to deliver the impact that I want for people. Um, and I think that I've made a lot of progress in that over the last year. So I think um, that is a both a success and a lesson to just say that like, no matter how long you do this, you always come to points in your business where you need to reinvent it to a certain extent. So um, giving yourself permission to do that. Mm, I love it. It's, it's a journey or never of well, it's a journey of never ending continuous improvement. <laughs> I, I love the I love the advice you've given because it's so lived. It's so true to to, uh, to this journey for sure. Well, thank you so much, uh, Sarah. Where is it that people can actually continue the conversation with you? You could uh, send them wherever you think that you can still continue to serve and people get, will get to know you and your work a little bit better. So you can find everything that I do on my website, which is fruitioninitiatives.com. Um, I also run a Substack and a podcast called The Hustlers Manifesto. So that's another place that you can find me. No, oh, very cool. Well, there you go. The website's right on the bottom of the screen. And definitely check out Sarah's podcast. Uh, as we are a bunch of podcasters in this community as well. I love podcasting. It's how I started learning about this you know, this is how I made the pivot from where I was to where I am. And it was a good baby step uh, to kind of expose yourself to information, people, new ideas, you know, new ways of thinking, new possibilities and, and all that good stuff. So uh, thank you so much, Sarah, for everything you shared. It was a, a beautiful conversation. And uh, yeah, speaking of that, you can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. Definitely leave us a review, subscribe so we can bring more amazing people like just like Sarah and uh, continue to cover topics that interest you and are going to make you walk away with really uh, great nuggets from each conversation. Thank you so much and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye, everybody. I want to share with you the four books that would change your life personally and professionally. So the first book is Connecting the Dots Backwards, one of the books I've written that will help you connect the dots between your past, your present, and your future life vision. You will find topics in there around marketing, sales, spirituality, relationships, all the areas that you need to be fulfilled as a human being. The second book that I've written, which is a journal, accompanies the Connecting with the Dots book. And this journal will help you apply the information that you learn in the book into a journal. It has self-guided questions 
that you can go uh, through and into to get the clarity that you need to discover your values, your vision, and your mission. This is a journal attaching um, the book as well. And then Purpose Driven Entrepreneurship is my latest book where I have included my legacy framework in building legacy businesses, everything from mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team. And I have connected all the dots between all those areas so that you have the fundamentals that you need to build a truly legacy empire. And then my latest creation is the Focus on Purpose Planner for increased productivity and efficiency, where I have included a framework around your productivity, where you can plan ahead, uh, work on purpose, and leave amazing impact on the planet with your work. You can find any of my books on the website below, alonaloparicoaching.com books and definitely grab your copy let me know leave me a review on amazon and let me know how this book has impacted you and changed your life